kind it's of con- confirmed for April. It's the, on the last April. webinar, last partner webinar that I was on. Is that uh, public information, Ryan? <laughs> Good thing this isn't a live stream. Welcome to the Mobo Show. My name's Alex, this is Ryan, and we're going to be talking about first-line workers today. Uh, I kind of want to introduce this as a recurring topic, a recurring segment uh, or show focus that we're going to have here on the MOO show, and that is for uh, focusing on the first line. Uh, before we get into that, though, what have you been up to lately, Alex? What have I been up to lately? Been doing a lot of, there's been a lot of new, like really cool stuff coming out. So I've been playing with that new Office app. Yeah, uh, I love it. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of nice. So I've been getting into a lot of conversations about it, and you and I were talking about this before the show, about the Notes app. So right. this is the Sticky Notes app that's on Windows 10. It's also the Sticky Notes app in OneNote on the mobile apps. And then they added it to the Office app in here as well. So it's just Sticky Notes, but it's synced across the cloud. And I kind of have a love-hate relationship with it. Got a bone to pick. Just a few bones to pick. All okay, right. just one bone. Let me just say, I actually do like the Sticky Notes app. I really do. Yes, it's another place to keep your notes. In addition to Teams where I keep notes, I have OneNote itself where I keep notes. I have, I don't know, I have notes everywhere. I have a notebook. I don't know why I have a notebook, but I also have a notebook. Old school. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't beat pen and paper. But at the same time, I've been falling in love with the Notes app just because it's a nice quick place to sync my notes everywhere I go. If I just need to take down a quick thought, save a picture, the entire Notes app is just synchronized chronologically. But what they did in the new Office app, it didn't quite work as well. I think it's just an early bug because it's slow and it doesn't quite sync as nicely. Fortunately, I still have the I still have the OneNote app on my phone, so it's not that big of a deal. But it's just a little bone where I'm like, Oh, this is such a nice feature, but it doesn't work quite yet. Ah. V1. Right. Work in progress. Work in progress. Okay. It'll get there one day. Uh, I've sort of been trying out that the new Office mobile app as well. Uh, I've got a blog post available on the Modern Workplace blog. So if you are a Modern Workplace uh, member with Clear Concepts, you can go ahead and check that out. Uh, what I really like is, yes, it replaces three separate apps, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, puts those into one. That's fantastic. Uh, but what I love is all of the other stuff, all of the actions um, where you can turn pictures using your phone. You can take a picture of a business card and turn that into a PDF. You can take a picture of a table of things. Maybe someone sends you a document and it'll actually uh, put that into Excel, into an editable table for you. So some of those things that used to be in a product called Office Lens that was part of Office 365, Microsoft's kind of even helped you get rid of that app on your phone and put it all inside this one Office mobile app. So check out my blog post for uh, more of my thoughts on that as well. Yeah, it's overall, the, that new Office app is really nice. I uninstalled Word, I uninstalled Excel and PowerPoint. I don't know why I had Excel on my phone. I don't actually use Excel that much, but I had it just because it was there. Either way, it saves... It's just it saves some space on my phone, and the new experience is actually really nice. So, so I can tell Microsoft put a lot of thought into it. So yeah, yeah overall, cool. if you haven't tried it out, download the new Office app for iOS and Android, and tell us what you think. All right, so focus on first line again, a recurring segment that we aim to to have here on the Moo Show. 
Uh, first, let's start out by talking about Microsoft's vision for first-line workers, uh, why this is important for you as a business, as a charitable organization. Um, really, the first-line workers in our organizations represent, in many cases, the first contact with a customer, the first contact with a donor, the first contact with a patient or a student. These are folks that are on the front line of your business, of your organization, doing the real things that keep the lights on. Uh, so we think of retail cashiers, you know, they're, they're putting money in, in the till, so to speak. In hospitality, we have folks that clean rooms or service properties. Uh, uh, in a car dealership, it's the folks that are out on the lot and going for test drives. These are users that don't traditionally have a sit-down place to work on a PC. And for many, many years, uh, or tr at least traditionally, these folks have kind of been ignored in mainstream IT investments. So we think about Microsoft 365 and we think about Office 365. These folks really haven't been given subscriptions and so they're not taking advantage of Office 365. Why is this a big deal? Is because these users have a voice. They should have a voice in your organization too because they are doing the day-to-day -day things, because they are interacting with customers, you know, face-to-face. -face. Uh, there's a lot of valuable information that they hold and a lot of customer experience you can, you can drive from these folks that are on the front line as well. So for the value of a really inexpensive first-line subscription for Microsoft 365 or for Office 365, you give these employees so much power and a much bigger voice in the business making, business decision-making process uh, within your organization. Yeah, this is about breaking down those traditional barriers, those old silos where your floor staff wouldn't get to interact or collaborate with the people in the office behind a desk. So someone on the shop floor can send a picture of a piece of equipment to the office manager up, the, up on the second floor, and now, they're, now they can convert on the type of equipment they're using or what part they need to replace. This really enables those frontline workers, whether you're on the shop, you're on the road, you're in another part of the country, you're whatever it, wherever it is you're working, it connects you to the rest of the organization just through your smartphone. Yep. And it brings that time to go to market. It, it shrinks it way down because instead of having a quarterly meeting where all hands get together to talk about problems on the shop floor, you know, and communicate them with the top floor, for example, or uh, let's say you're a, a auto dealership. Uh, you don't have to talk about a strategy that worked in a sales meeting and then wait for your sales manager to have his meeting with the next level of management. You don't have to wait so long for an issue it doesn't have to be an issue. It could be a great idea. You don't have to wait so long for that to sort of percolate up within your organization. This is also about cross-department collaboration as well, right? right? If I'm in the shop, I can talk to marketing. If I'm in marketing or in accounting, I can message someone maybe in another retail store mm -hmm. and say, hey, can you check out this inventory for me? Can you make sure these numbers are right? And they're, yeah, it's just... They've closed those gaps. They're closing those gaps, I should and say. That's, that's a huge customer service boom, right? Uh, if you can solve a problem with the customer right beside you or within a matter of minutes because you can simply communicate with other people in your organization, that's a huge, huge uh, customer service win. Uh, and again, you don't, need to, uh, you don't need to give these folks a traditional PC or a laptop or anything like that. Chances are they're already carrying their smartphone in their pocket. 
and again, for the price of a, an inexpensive first-line subscription to Office 365 or to uh, Microsoft 365, y you save them the half hassle of having to book a meeting or uh, having to send an email because we know already we get way too many emails as it is, right? Oh, definitely. So there's a lot of different options you have in order to break down these barriers between frontline workers and your office administration and management and the executive suite. Mm -hmm. So Microsoft's released, or is releasing, I should say, Microsoft's releasing a ton of new features that are going to come into Teams. They're going to come into a few other Office apps as well. But we've got a few examples that we thought would be we thought were kind of cool that we wanted to share. Sure, uh, I want to start with Shifts. Uh, Shifts used to be called uh, used to be called Staff Hub. It used to be sort of a separate application in Office 365 out of Teams. Uh, I want to say last October, uh, Microsoft decided no, it's going to be part of Teams. It's going to be a feature in Teams. So down the left hand uh, app bar in Teams, if you click on the three dots, you'll be able to go into the Shifts application. And the Shifts app allows managers or team leads to create schedules, publish schedules. Uh, it allows you to say, okay, we need three people in the showroom, we need two people at reception, we need uh, one person in the stock room, for example. It lets you create, the, uh, create those shifts, publish those calendars out to your teammates, and then have them grab the shifts that they want or assign shifts even manually if you'd like. It also opens up the flexibility to let your uh, employees, your staff members, to swap shifts. If they have an appointment, they can't make it in, they can swap that. And because this is all inside of Office 365, any sort of management hierarchy, um, who reports to whom, that's all respected as far as workflows as well. So if you are a team lead and you want to have the final say and approve all of these shift swaps, that's certainly all available to you as well. Now, because this is in uh, Teams, it also means it's on our mobile phones in the Teams app uh, on iOS and Android. So there's some neat things in there like clocking in and clocking out using your phone. It'll actually use the GPS in your phone as well to make sure that an employee is actually where they should be when they're timing in or out, right? No, mm -hmm. no sidestep in the system there. Um, we can also do things like set task lists for a certain shift. Um, you can set uh, breaks and time schedules like that. It's a really, really comprehensive app uh, that you should check out and totally aimed at first-line workers. So I used to work in the restaurant industry, and everywhere I went, at, we were very dependent on those paper schedules. Oh, let me guess. Right by the back door in the kitchen, it was posted up on a bulletin board. Oh, yeah. Yep. First of all, I have nothing but sympathy for anyone that was responsible for making those shift schedules. Mm -hmm. It is thankless work. I acknowledge that. So if you're in the service industry and you have a beef with your manager about the shifts that they did, go with a lazy on them. You know, they're human too. But this shifts app, I wish I had it. I really wish I had it. Just because having, if I wanted to know what my shift was, I had to take time out of my day, drive to work, take a picture of it, write it down on my book, and then I get to go home and carry on with the rest of my day. And usually those are on days off. And the chances are it's changed two or three times after you took that picture of it, right? Absolutely. So this eliminates it. And then if you do need to switch a shift, you just pull it up on your mobile phone and you're good to go. So the next one I wanted to talk about is onboarding in Teams. So this is where you get to just utilize Microsoft Teams to streamline your onboarding and training processes. And I'm going to have a training video on the Moho site for any of our Modern Workplace subscribers. 
So an example would be all of your policies and procedures are available on the in the files tab. You can have a checklist, like a dedicated document that helps your new hires or even veterans by just going into this onboarding channel and finding that information. How did this piece of equipment work? Oh, let me go to the training resource. If you need to update that documentation, it's really easy, especially if you're using Office documents. Right, you update it once and those changes are applied everywhere. Exactly, and because it's Teams and it's collaborative, if someone needs to go in and make a quick change because maybe the documentation was unclear for the last new hire and they found a way to improve it, you can just go in there, make your edits, and if you ever need to revert back and see it, it's all in your audit history as well. You've also got your tabs where you can have tab conversations, for example. So if there's a question about a certain procedure, you can go into your team chat, message your manager and say, hey, what did this mean? Can you clarify this? And they can either answer the question for you or they can just go and update that document yeah. entirely. Yeah. And I love the transparency that way. Um, I, I've worked for a few organizations where depending on your role, you either had to read a one inch uh, coil binder of policies and procedures and then another two or three inch binder of all the different you know specific machinery that you might operate or the specific policies and procedures that you had to follow um, it's a lot more user-friendly if you could say to a new hire all right you're going to spend two or three days you're going to spend them here in the office and you're going to sit with this tablet you're going to sit with this laptop and go through all of our company documents you can ask questions it's totally transparent it's totally open uh, i think that's a lot more welcoming than boom uh, here's two binders to read through on your first day. And by the way, half of it is outdated. Yeah. Uh, another thing we want to talk about here in the first line is task management. Um, I've personally worked for managers that are micromanagers where they love to uh, assign the even the, the most minute tasks and, and sort of be able to report back and manage um, the details of those tiny little tasks. And uh, basically what Microsoft is going to be including is a task hub inside of Teams. Again, down the left-hand bar of applications in Teams, you'll have one that's called a task hub, and that will be your hub for your own personal tasks, whether you create them in Planner, whether you create them in Project Online, if you're a Project Online customer, if you're using uh, To-Do or Tasks from Outlook as well. Uh, this is going to be one central place for all of those tasks to report back to, and you'll be able to update and edit them as well. So, so let's like let's I just want to hammer that point in because I get a lot of feedback about from people saying there's a lot of different ways to approach this in Teams. Again, this is a hub for all of your tasks across Office 365. So again, if you use Planner, if you use Outlook tasks, if you use To Do or Project, it Regardless of what app you're using, mm -hmm. the new Tasks Hub in Teams brings it all together in one space. So you know who assigned it, where it came from, when it's due. That way you don't have to bounce between all these different apps to figure out which task is your priority for the day. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting uh, angle because if, if you're a business owner or a team manager, you may use different um, task management tools for different employees and for different teams. So first line workers might use the task hub to work on small things that they got to do during their shift, during a, uh, maybe during a week, during a month, whatever it is. You may have a different style of managing a sales team with quarterly goals or annual goals that you might set in, in a, a project management uh, type of scope. So you as a manager, you as a business owner can use all of these different tools and rest easy that your first line workers are, they don't have to learn all these different tools as well. They can learn one and that's the task hub inside of Teams. So I think it's time for some tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Let's some do tips it. and tricks. 
my tip for the day is being able to save photos and videos directly with the OneDrive mobile app. I actually use this one quite a bit because it just saves a lot of steps. If I need to take a picture of either a document, a whiteboard, business card, I can open up the OneDrive mobile app, take a photo with the built-in camera tool, and then save it to whatever directory I need, whether it's a SharePoint team site, whether it's my own OneDrive, doesn't matter. This is another feature that's really useful for one for first-line workers. Mm-hmm. Again, if I'm on the shop floor, I need to take a picture of a piece of equipment or some inventory, I can take a picture of it with the OneDrive app and it's automatically saved into the folder for the supply chain manager or for the accountant that needs to make mm-hmm. sure that you know they have all the equipment and all their uh, inventory is up to date. And I think it's important too to mention where it is not saved in this example. If you're using the OneDrive mobile app to save a, a file or a video, for example, it's not going to be saved in your iPhone camera roll and be uploaded to iCloud. Right. It's not going to be saved in your Android photo roll and be uploaded to Google, uh, Google Photos. So again, if you're empowering your first line and letting them use their, your, their own devices, um, company documents aren't going to end up in their own consumer services and out of your control. My tip for the week is... Uh, what is your tip for the week, Ryan? I don't remember. Can you? <laughs> My tip of the week is around file sharing in OneDrive. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of customers who are looking to move from other services like Dropbox. Um, they're using iCloud or they're using um, G Suite or G Drive to, to share files. I want to highlight a really cool feature in OneDrive, which is the permission section when you share a file. There's some really, really robust settings in here, and hopefully we can flash those up on the screen so you can take a peek. There's uh, settings around keeping files inside of your organization, allowing external access, or even trusting nobody except name people with access to a file. There's options to allow or disallow editing. So again, if you don't want a file to get out of too far out of your control, you can lock it down. You can set an external password as well if you want an extra level of security. And you can even set an expiration date on, on your share link. So if you do share something with someone, I need this back by Friday, you cut them off after Friday or Friday evening. Uh, again, rest assured that that file is staying in your control. You're not emailing a copy. Uh, you're giving access to it, and you can get really granular with who, where, why, what, and when they do uh, to the file in OneDrive. Whenever I talk to uh, clients about OneDrive, I always kind of explain it in the sense where it's OneDrive, are your files your responsibility? Mm -hmm. And when, so you control who gets to see it, how long they get to see it, and when you're ready to clap back, you're in full control to go into that document settings and crawl and break those links. So that way, if someone still has access to a document that they shouldn't probably, you can just nip that in the butt. Cut them off. Yep. Cut them off. So yeah, thanks uh, everyone for watching today's episode. If you want to learn more about the Modern Workspace program from Clear Concepts, you can find more information at mobo.ca. We have a Twitter at Modern Work PLC. We also have an Instagram, clearconcepts.ca. Ryan and I are both on LinkedIn and Twitter. I'll have that information up on the screen. See what else we're up to. Ryan likes to talk a lot about Formula One and beer for some reason. I can't imagine why. Uh, I just, you know, side hobbies. Side hobbies. Side Who has right? hobbies? <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching. Take care, everyone.